Italian novelist and philosopher Umberto Eco had spoken of an epiphanic experience he had while on a visit to the Science and Technology Museum of La Coruña in Spain. There, on the museum planetarium ceiling, the curator presented Eco with the same sky under which the philosopher was born on the night of January 5th, 1932, in Alessandria, Italy. So there, Umberto Eco was able to experience the first night of his life and look at the same stars his own father must have looked up to. Just the thought of being able to look up at a night sky from a day in the past. It sounds really romantic in and of itself, doesn't it? After hearing about Echo's experience, I can't help but wonder, for the first time in my life, what the night sky must have looked like over where I was born on that first night of my life. And I am also wondering if you could look up at the night sky over any place of any day in the past, where and when would you choose to see? I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Love is amazing. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Tayan starting things off for us. It was her song Starlight featuring Dean. Now, isn't it romantic? Just the thought of it. Seeing the night sky of the first night of our own lives. Well, let me think. I keep thinking back that if I could see the night sky and see what it was like on the night that I was born... Uh, I got a little cynical. First of all, I thought, well, in the 70s in Los Angeles, the air was really bad, so were there even any stars visible? So I think I would want to see it without the smog, like as if uh, if we were in a really high mountainous place somewhere in California the night I was born. Yeah, I think I'd be really down to see that. I think it would be really interesting. Um, also, there is a thing that I think I was... I was born at night, so it would have been perfect. Yeah, definitely so. But geez, if I could choose any other night sky of the past to see on a planetarium ceiling, you know, I wanted, I would definitely want to see something in like ancient times or something like that, right? Like, I don't know, not maybe, yeah. I want to see if people in ancient times were looking at the same night sky. It must have been a little different, no? Yeah, I'd be curious. Well, if technology would allow for that. Oh, that would be so much fun. And if you could all see a night sky of your choosing, which sky would you like to see for the first time? And which night sky would you like to see once again, perhaps? And of course, while you think about it and start bringing in those answers, sending in those um, answers to these really delightful, fun questions, also don't forget to tell me where you are and what you are doing right now as you're listening to today's One Fine Day because, of course, our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. It also goes without saying that your song requests as well as your sayandir stories and anecdotes are all welcome here as well. As I always say at the top of the show, nothing is too trivial to share. Anything goes. So just message me on Kong, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you can text me at sharp. 8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. In part two of the show, we'll be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment 
OFD and chill. So stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll tell us about today. All right, I'll be back with the roll call after this. Here's one of mine. It's me, Pak Jung-hyun, with Constellations. One fine day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea, and it's 5.23 p.m. right now. Pretty warm day. It's been really warm. Yesterday was, I think, the warmest I had ever seen it get into the teens, low teens. Today is back down to about 8 degrees, but still, it does feel like spring. Well, right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeido, Seoul. Where are you? It's time now for our global roll call, a chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you are all up to right now. Where are you? Well, listener for Everlina writes, the weather really feels like spring today. It's the kind of day when I feel like something good might happen. It's always such a heart-fluttering season. Definitely so, yes. We're on the end of February, right? Larry last day. <clears throat> so it feels like we are on the cusp of something new. Yun Mi-jang writes, Onni, did you have a good weekend? I went to Suwon to play with my nephew. Well, <clears throat> maybe my nephew played with me? I tried so hard to teach him to say emo and managed to hear him say it just once. Well, I don't think I tried that hard even with my own kids. Onni, today's weather is really spring-like. Even in my light coat, it was hot. Still, it's easy to catch a cold around now, so please be careful. All right. Very, very good advice. There is a different affection that you have for nieces and nephews. It's true. We're, oh, I don't know. There's something about it. So I'm so glad you had some quality time with him. Fowls on High Call writes, Hi, DJ Lena. Me and my family are going out to buy a new phone for my brother. It's been a while since uh, he's been using his current phone. And that phone he's currently using is actually my old phone. Well, after he gets the new one, I'm taking back my old phone and I'm planning to use it as a music and video player. It'd be a waste to just throw it away. But before using it, I need to find a new battery for that phone since its battery has expanded. I really miss the phone with removable battery era. Yes, it's true, though. There was something a little, I guess, convenient, right? Just switching out batteries or holding an extra battery in your purse or in your pocket or wallet. Yeah, I forgot. Now we have, like, those supplemental batteries, and they're, they're great, but they are heavy. Well, congratulations in advance to your brother's new phone and your kind of a new music video player. All right, listener Jong Sung writes, 안녕하세요, 정연 누나. Today was the last day at work for a co-worker who started at our company two years ago. Even though I'm at a different department now, he came by to say goodbye. He gave me a gift set of tea with a handwritten letter. It gave me a lump in my throat. I am proud of him, but also sad that I won't be able to see him at work. I wish the best for this young friend's future. Oh, so sweet. You know, handwritten letters, those are kind of rare, rarer, anyhow, these days. So that's super, super thoughtful of your co-worker. Well, best of luck to him. Alrighty, let's get to our song requests. We have a request from Aldo61071 wants to listen to 완벽한 날 by 이석훈. Alright, we'll get that ready for ya. 
And Ratikartika4 says, Hello, how are you? I want to request 17s. Uh, 7시에 들어줘 featuring Peter Elias. 감사합니다, Lina 언니. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Let's listen to those two requests right now. First up, 완벽한 날, What If by Yi Seok-hun. And after that, 7시에 들어줘, 7pm by 17, 부석순, featuring Peter Elias. That was 7시에 들어줘, or 7pm, with 17 부석순, featuring Peter Elias. Really cool, nice, chill track there. And before that, we heard Isokun, ah, uh, Kate Ballad, 완벽한 날, or what if? Great request, guys. Thank you so much. Regarding our opening, Tepe Warren says, "Well, on the night I was born, I think I'll I was just be crying. My mom said I was a big cry baby. It would be the night I spend my last week with my grandma before her passing. We had some great times together. We went camping." And I'm glad we spent some quality time together. Oh, well, I think that's like the best answer that we can get. My goodness, how wonderful. Especially because you guys did go camping. So you probably did catch some night skies and some stars. And uh, to revisit those same stars again, I do think that 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 would be epiphany for you as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Tongsuk72 regarding today's picture says, DJ Lena, I saw the video of your performance from yesterday. Well, you shredded that stage as usual. I guess it was a company event. So jealous. <laughs> yes, it was a private company event. Really, really good crowd. But yes, everybody did seem very busy uh, just videotaping me on their phones. <laughs> But uh, there were other people who were singing along and enjoying it. So that was really nice. Mr. Lim Tue says, Wah! I've been in meetings since the morning and the sun is already setting, but this picture, well, it makes me feel like it's a new morning again. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. It seems you have a lot of performances these days. Does that mean that there's a concert coming soon? Whenever that may be. It will be the day I get back to Korea. 이번 주도 잘 부탁드려요. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, um, it just happened. We just happened to have a little bit of like a back-to-back of some performances. Um, not too much or not too little. <laughs> All right. Earlier, I read a message by listener Chong song He wanted to wish his newly former co-worker the best. And he also made a song dedication for the co-worker who happens to share the same name with a famous baseball player. So naturally, he requested the Idehol, the uh, athlete's theme song. And so we're going to listen to it right now. So here we go. Here's Cherry Filter with Uri Nalda, Flying Duck. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Alicia Y. wrote, Upon finding out that a Perth friend I hadn't seen in five years was in Sydney for a couple of days, we arranged a last-minute hangout on Saturday evening. Took her to a suburb I love that's divided by the train station into the Chinese half and Korean half. When exploring the Chinese half, My friend was fascinated by how all the store signs were in Chinese and that she's never seen half as many Asian restaurants on one road in Perth. And upon crossing the underpass to the other side, she stared in amazement at the Korean signage on every cafe, pharmacy, clinic, and even Maratang restaurant. I swear, that was a teleportation tube, she said. We grabbed dinner at a Korean restaurant where we had kongguksu, yukgejang kalguksu, and big fat mandu, options that are pretty rare even at Korean restaurants here. 
For each dish she tried, she went, Ah, the kind of food I thought I'd only be able to get in Korea. Her parents are Korean, but she hadn't been able to visit Korea for several years, so she was really happy to finally taste authentic food. She said in Perth, The best Korean food is mum's cooking. If we moved to Sydney, I don't think she'd ever cook again. <laughs> well, I hope that will make her drop by more often. Ooh, those are actually, yes, very hard to find、um, menu items in a typical Korean restaurant that is maybe not in a Korean enclave. So, how lucky, how lucky for her to find a really nice find. Sounds delicious. And what a nice little weekend that you must have spent with your friend, especially because it was sort of、uh, off the cuff. Yeah, so it's like a nice little serendipitous surprise. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Johnny4900 writes I got quite a workout last week when I went into spring cleaning overload. I came home on a warm day and went out to the garage to tidy up. The messy stacks of stuff that have been filling the space since I moved in. By the time I was done, I had unloaded and reassembled all my shelving units and maneuvered a heavy table down the stairs myself, which almost went very wrong. It weighs as much as I do and is very unwieldy, even with the legs off. Probably should have waited for help on that thing, but. Logic and leverage did prevail. All right, yes, definitely so. Next time, please call a friend. What if you had hurt yourself and you couldn't call for help? But yes, those are things I think about now.、Uh, in any case, the most important thing is that you didn't need help and you did prevail. Nice job, nice job. All right, thanks for sharing. I'll be back with today's parallel universe after one more song. We're going to listen to. Jogging by Lucy, requested earlier by listener Fauzan Hakal. Different parts of the world, it's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K pop track and one non K pop track, it's parallel universe. Today, we'll stick to the theme of night skies and listen to a couple of songs about, well, night skies. First, we'll listen to the K pop song Pam Hanel by 80s. Since debuting in 2018, this boy group has been beloved not just here at home but all over the world as well. Now, although their song Pam Hanel has the official English title Not Too Late, The, the title itself literally translates to Night Sky. This song was released in 2021 as part of their seventh mini album entitled Zero Fever Part Three. This is a song of hope and comfort for those who worry about the uncertainties of the future. Here's a little bit of the lyrics Oh, please tell me the answer. The reason why I'm left alone. Unable to get out. Too late, too late. Oh, not too late. I believe there's a reason. It's too late, too late. Oh, not too late. To search for the light I'll face one day. Well, you can hear that uncertainty in the protagonist's tone, right? Meanwhile, on the non K pop side, we'll listen to The Night Sky by English alternative rock band Keen. 
This band is known for using keyboards as the lead instrument instead of guitar, setting themselves apart from most other rock bands. Their song, The Night Sky, was released in 2007 as a one-off charity single in aid of World War Child, an NGO that supports children and young people affected by armed conflict and war. And to that effect, the song is written from a child's point of view on war, and it starts like this. One day, I will be back on our old street, safe from the noise that's falling around me, and we'll release this town from the people who are trying to knock it down. And then only city lights will brighten the night sky, and there will be no sound. Oh my goodness, it makes you just so sad, tugging your heartstrings. Please let it only be city lights brightening that night sky, not other things. All right, let's listen to these two songs back to back. First up, Pamhana, Not Too Late by ATs, and then The Night Sky by Keen. That was Keen with The Night Sky. Before that, A.T.'s with Pamhaner, Not Too Late. Those were the Parallel Universe songs of the day. All right, it's time for part two of the show. Our expert with impeccable taste, Professor Cynthia Yu, will join me in the studio for OFD and Chill, so don't change that channel. But first, let me wrap up part one of the show with one more song. Here is One We with Chanche or Cosmos. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill will be starting soon and Professor Cynthia will be here in the studio in just a moment. So if you can't decide which Korean movie to watch or which Korean drama to binge on next or which K-star that you have to check out next, first hear out what she recommends. But before that, we will take a song break while Cynthia settles into the studio. First up, here is Big Naughty with 친구로 지내다 보면 featuring Kim Min-seok. And then after that, we will listen to Day 6, Even of Day, and their song, 뚫고 지나가요, Right Through Me. given moment. Countless titles are showing at the movie theaters and even more dramas are there for you to binge when every one of them is as inviting as the next. How do you decide just where to start? Maybe you should first. OFD and chill. K-dramas are huge and popular, but Korean films are just as awesome, so whether it be film or TV, and if that one-inch-tall barrier of subtitles means nothing at all, but you just don't know where to go next, OFD and Chill will be your guide, our guide, an expert with fiercely good taste. It is Professor Cynthia Yu. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> how are you doing today? Good. Yeah. Very spring-like weather. I see that you've downsized to coat. I know. I know, I'm, it felt I'm... like that. I'm trying to like get away from the padding, padding stuff. Set, I know it was today before I left the house. I was like, no, I can't do the thick padding. I can't, but coat. I, I don't know if I'm ready to go there. I, so I went with thin padding. Thin padding. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of thick coat. Yeah, but I you mean, went coat. Yeah, I mean because it's when it's so cold, like we <laughs> sort of don't wear our winter coats anymore here in Korea. Yeah, and then we sort of wait until like oh, 
beginning of spring, it's time true. to bring out the winter coats. It's true. I guess our this writer is this... also. Oh, yeah, you notice definitely. June also has her coat. <laughs> yes, has her coat on. It is that slim area of time where winter coats will work because it does just get so cold here that no 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 we just need we need some sort of down down alternative going on to insulate us but yes it's true very very spring-like yesterday was crazy warm today air was really good i actually opened windows yeah Yeah. it's there is that kind of cool breeze (laughs) but you know it's good it's good it's a nice brisk Uh, beginning of spring kind of breeze, mm-hmm. definitely so. We've got lots of people saying hello. Tepe Warren says, yay, can't wait for OFD and chill. Hello, Professor Cynthia. Yubin also says hello to both of us. Chong Songai Kim Jisoo says, hello, hello, Gyosunim. Mm-hmm. Alicia says, announcing that I am running dangerously low on good dramas oh, to we're watch. we're going to help you out today. We're going to help you out, definitely so. GHSKFN09 also remarking on the weather, saying it must be spring now because it is too hot for long padded coats. I felt silly. I just put my long padded coat yesterday. Mm-hmm. I felt really silly. Like I was really overdoing I, it. You know what? I saw this woman, and she was this tall, very sort of European woman. Mm. She had this huge, thick, sable oh. mink coat on. Wow. And she was rocking it with, like, you know, a short skirt and oh. heels. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Only because you're European. It you works. Know? It She'd works. be criticized if she was Korean. I know. Yeah, probably you know. so. Maybe so. Mm, all right. Now, I introduced you today as having fiercely good taste. I know it's a mild adjective, but it was the one of the things that came to my mind when I got a little bit of a kind of a sneak peek into an underlying mm-hmm. concept that you have for us today. Yeah. A theme. Yeah, it's the beginning of the new semester. I know. And I know everyone's crazy about ChatGPT right now, right? Yes. I've been studying it too. Yeah. You know, I've got to give a warning to my students mm-hmm. if they think that this is going to like, you know, make ease. things easy. Maybe it, not. Well, it is a great tool like yeah. everything else, but yeah. it won't actually write an amazing essay for you. It won't do no. your homework for you. Not you not, know, to not, the, not in the not way you to think. the extent that you think. It. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh-huh. so yeah, um, new semester, new school, yep. and you know, I was reminded of Tiger Mums, oh. Korean Tiger Mums. Yeah, you know, because big it, hot topic. Yeah, because of the ultra competitive education system here. Gosh, yes, has been you know K drama fodder for a while now. That's true. And, you know, the characters in there, you will mm-hmm. find very aggressive yeah. parents who want the best for their child at the expense of every other child. Right? It's true. Uh, I mean, these days, uh, my husband is really into the uh, crash course on romance. And yes, that's there's a right. group of tiger moms in there. Mm-hmm. One of the things I was a little struck by was when I was younger, I was like, what's with all these tiger moms? And mm-hmm. what's with our moms? What's wrong with them? <laughs> we were latchkey kids. Right? We were latchkey kids. Right? Uh, Oh, and then and then I thought, but I'm going to be better. Mm-hmm. And then I'm watching, you know, recent shows here and there, like Sky Castle was right. one. And I had the really depressing epiphany that mm-hmm. those moms are my age. <laughs> yes, they're it's, younger than us. It's now. our generation. Mm-hmm. And then I want to be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I thought we were going to be better. So, but it's interesting. It's mm-hmm. interesting that the the whole Tiger Mom generation is going strong. Maybe oh, it's, it's in maybe it's in our genes. It's going stronger it with each and every generation That's because true. folks are having fewer kids. That's They're true. Invest- fewer kids. It's all- all of their eggs are in one child. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not even multi children households anymore. No. So oh the amount of devotion, yes, you know, maybe like borderline obsession. Oh, beyond borderline. Wow. It's yeah, it's tiger um, moms. Tiger moms. And so that has been um, definitely, like you said, a subject revisited mm-hmm. and addressed and acknowledged in K dramas right. and stuff. So we're going to take a look at a couple. Yeah, Interesting. we're going to, Yeah, I want to talk about two very different but all very well-made dramas okay. about Korean tiger moms <laughs> starting right from birth. Oh. <laughs> because a Korean mom's journey yes. is a cradle to grave competition. <laughs> Think about how you're judged even after death. 
<laughs> with how many visitors come to your funeral That's and how true. many flower wreaths. How many flower wreaths have know? arrived in your funeral, right. um, your S- room. Right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Something so depressing. It's depressing because it's true. It's, it's true. To you know, because, you know, I kind of oh. thought about funerals yeah. and I thought, oh, I don't really want that kind of funeral. Mm. And I'd rather, you know, just... Go away quietly. Yeah. You know, I don't even want people to know, yeah. right? Yeah. But then I realized in Korea, that's a social stigma. It, it really is, mm-hmm. right? You have to go out with a bang. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. stressful. It's just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> talking like a true Chinese grandma. <laughs> right? Very, All right. very stressful. So uh, mm-hmm. what do you mean from cradle to get right from, from birth? <laughs> yes, because there was a great... Drama, hilarious, mm-hmm. called Sanu Joriwan or Birth Care Center okay. that came out um, two, three years ago. Oh, okay. I've never heard of this. This is, is it, really good. Is it really good? Just eight episodes. I oh, watched nice. it in like, trim. took me maybe a weekend or so. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. And it was fun. Really? It was fun. Okay, well, uh, first, okay. perhaps, a little bit of explanation as to what a Sanhu Jori one is. Because yes. I think it's uh, not common. It definitely, right. first I'd ever heard of it was coming to Korea. Yeah, it's yeah. a postpartum center. Yeah. And usually, um, you know, after giving birth, mothers go there for two to maybe four weeks, right. if they can manage it, where mm-hmm. they're taken care of. Yes, right? Just- Every meal provided for them. Right. Often you don't even have to cha- sleep with your screaming baby. The <laughs> night nurse, the baby. There are night nurses. Mm-hmm. There's a you know a chef, mm-hmm. a kitchen staff that right. you know um, caters to your every need. Mm-hmm. There's also lots of workshops on how to breastfeed right. and From new moms. Right. Yeah, if you're a new mom. Mm-hmm. And I guess the best thing for these new moms are actually it's actually the other moms that they meet. At the center as well. The community. And it's a really good escape from the in-laws. Ah. Actually, a friend of mine told me Mm -hmm. she decided not to go to the center. Right. And she wanted to stay at home. Right. But that day after she gave birth, her mother-in-law visited. And then she got a tirade of like, why are you not wearing socks? Why is your home so messy? You know, like all of these things. Mm -hmm. So she packed up her bags and went to the postpartum center the following day. Wow. Because, yeah. Just couldn't deal with it. Not at that. Couldn't deal with that. You're in a very delicate emotional and physical state. Yes, so um, the birth care center, I think it's a great idea. It really shields you from unwanted family. And, yeah, <laughs> it, it, even even getting away from just being at home. When right. you're at home, you're faced with your daily chores, right. the laundry that you've got to do, mm-hmm. and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But this place is sort of a little haven that helps you recuperate and right. fortify you to get back out there. Right, you just pushed out a watermelon. I mean, you need some time to recuperate. You, you definitely need mm-hmm. to recuperate. So that is what Sanhu ones are here in Korea. Um, and when you said anywhere from two to four weeks uh, up to a month, it's also it's pricey, right? It's, it's, it it's a splurge. So mm-hmm. depending on how long you can stay there, you, you can squeeze even a week. My friends right. all like, I'll take a week. Of course. Of course, mm-hmm. definitely so. So that said, I'm, I'm assuming that that's where we're starting in this, uh, yeah. in this show. You know, this show is quite popular. Um, I think it averaged around 4%, and the last episode mm. averaged... 4.8% in the metropolitan era. Oh, wow. Areas. Mm-hmm. And um, it's on the big sort of OTT sites now. That's where I watched I it, see. the global OTT site. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons, a big part of the reason mm-hmm. why this was such a fun, you know, well done show is mm-hmm. because uh, the director mm-hmm. and all of the main writers are women. Oh, interesting. There we go. Experience in variety shows. Oh, right. I'm um, the director oh, Park Suwon worked mm-hmm. on SNL oh. Korea. Sergiron Kampang Sengwar. Ah, prison playbook, good one. Right. Mm-hmm. And the writer, main writer Kim Jisoo, also worked on variety shows. Namnyo um, Tamgu Sengwar. That was, I think, a cable show. Right. It was quite hilarious. Yeah. Playing off, you know, the sexes. Yes. Right? Battle of the sexes kind of thing. Sort of like men are from Mars sure. and women are from Venus type yes. thing. It was mm-hmm. quite funny. Um, um, and so I think 
you know, the shows and the stories and the characters were really based on the writer's own personal experiences. Mm, personal experiences, perhaps their friends' experiences, right. etc. And so, you know, it looked at this really unique, very Korean kind of institution, yes. the Sanu Joriwon, yeah. or the postpartum center, mm-hmm. where all these random women come together. That's true. You're totally gonna random. All, all mm-hmm. walks of life. Right. Right? And it's a kind of an equalizing right. space. It's like every, every woman, it doesn't matter, you know, what kind of an education you have, right. what family background, whatever. Right. Everyone is just starting from zero. That's true. Very mm-hmm. true. That is actually, that does make for a really fertile ground for some drama. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Almost makes me think, why didn't someone think of it before? <laughs> All right, but before we launch into the details of Sanu Juri One or Birth Care Center, it's our first song break. Here is Super M with Horangi, Tiger Inside. <laughs> Hurangi Tiger Inside by Super M. A really <laughs> fun kind of song pick from our PD there. Yes, very good. Yes, absolutely so. A GHSK Fenzer and I says, Oh, this song is too hip for the Tiger Mom theme. Oh, I don't know. Hey, hey, Tiger Moms are our age now, so like they're hip, we're hip. We're yeah, hip, right? <laughs> and actually in um, Sanu Joriwon, in mm. the show, there's a young mom in her 20s. Oh. She's pretty hip. She's pretty hip, mm-hmm. definitely so. All right, so Birth Care Center. Who would have thought a fertile right. ground for some interesting human interaction? It's kind of strange, as you said, that there hasn't been no, a drama of this before. made on, yeah. on this topic, yeah. right? Because it's so uniquely Korean. True. It's so interesting. Very true. Um, there is a main character mm. to this story. Um Jiwon plays Oh Hyun Jin. Okay. Um, they all have nicknames oh. because, you know, there's like this um, name that's uh, moms get, mm-hmm. you know, even before their children are born. Uh-huh. So her nickname is Stakpuri Oma. Stakpuri, I think that's like the glue stick. Oh, yeah. So maybe yeah, yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Babies like Stakpudon. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe, I don't know why. Maybe someone can explain that for us. What right? does that mean? People. Or or maybe it's like Stakpuri, um, is that with rice? You know, when oh, you get yeah, rice yeah, gets yeah. stuck. You, or you use the rice as glue. Yes. Something like that. Okay, we're going to work on that a little bit to understand that. <laughs> okay. um, a little bit lost in translation there for us. Yeah. However, okay, yeah. back to Oh Jin. Mm-hmm. She's 42, so we in Korea, we call them, you know... El- no, aged yeah. mother or aged something mother like that. Aged mother or yes. it's Nosan. Nosan, Nosan, yes. Nosan um, But... She happens to be the youngest C-level executive at her company. Oh. But unfortunately, she gets notice of her pregnancy on the day that she gets her promotion. <laughs> and her water breaks during an important meeting with a buyer. Oh, no. <laughs> so for her, this is very stressful. Yes, I can imagine. And, and that already just speaks volumes about what a lot of women deal right. with. The, the two warring sides of yes. motherhood and career. Yeah. Yes. And then she meets her sort of antithetical or like nemesis mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. played by the hilarious uh, Park Ha-san. Mm-hmm. She plays Cho Yun-jung. Okay. 사랑이엄마. 사랑이엄마. And she is a stay-at-home mom. Mm. She is the perfect mom. Ah, uh, I fact, can see that being a foil. Yeah. Um, she didn't like even do partial sort mm. of machi. Mm-hmm. And you know, she didn't go under. She didn't go under at all. Under at all. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually breastfed her twins wow. for 24 months. Wow. 24 months. That's wow. So she is like the opposite <laughs> yeah. of Hyunjin's character. Yes. And they get into some rows. A lot of clashing. Right? Mm. Starting from like breastfeeding. Ah. Right? Um, because Hyunjin wants to balance work with motherhood. Right. And she maybe wants to take you know, her maternity leave for mm-hmm. only a couple of months. I see. She doesn't want to take the full year or anything she like that. She doesn't want her um, career to go too off track by taking too much time off. Right. right. The moment she says that, 사랑이 엄마 says, mm-hmm. isn't that kind of like violence against 
the child? <laughs> I mean, you know, doesn't the child have anything, any say in this matter? Oh, wow. Or, oh, yeah. that's like, but that's obviously what people have said to sure. one another, you sure. know, because I think the writer is getting this from her actual right. experiences and conversations. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, they get, oh, there's actually a really kind of hilarious skit over breastfeeding as well. Oh, interesting. Versus bottles. Okay. So a lot of the issues are being tackled here from all different perspectives. But in a funny way. Yeah. There's a lot of humor in this, right? Um, One thing I have to notice are the husbands, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where are the husbands? Yeah, they have their own little story, but they are sort of secondary characters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yoon Park plays Kim Do-yoon, Hyunjin's handsome younger husband. Mm. Everyone thought this is the most kind of like fantasy character. <laughs> they can't. He's like seven years younger. Uh-huh. He's CEO of a startup. Mm. And he's just absolutely devoted to her. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that he gets a little kind of stressed about oh. how to take care of this little youngin. Right. Right. And then there's this really kind of little side episode or story involving mm-hmm. an older um, father, Tadungi mm-hmm. Appa, we call them, when they're, you know, he has, I think, three or four children already. So I he see. has a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. And he helps um, coach. Um, he coaches... Young Do-yoon. Young Do-yoon mm-hmm. on how to become a better father and husband. There's a really hilarious episode oh, involving okay. them at a baby fair. I don't know if our... Listeners have ever attended these baby fairs? I'm sure a lot of our listeners, especially in Korea, have. A lot they, of them being parents. Yeah, I've never attended, but never attended. they look like something. Oh, yeah. So I, I've never attended, but mm-hmm. I was uh, working adjacent to one mm-hmm. over at the Kintex one day. Right. And there, it's like huge it's exposition, a, right. convention centers, right. and just... just jam-packed with strollers right. and young parents looking for some good goods for their babies. Mm-hmm. And they it's are just deal. easy pickings. In one <laughs> scene, yeah. um, Toyin goes to look for a stroller. Uh-huh. And it oh, is no. so hilarious. The actress, Chung Yiram, who's appeared on SNL, she's a regular on SNL, mm. is just classic. <laughs> you know, he eventually goes from like a 300 $300 stroller yeah. to $3,000 <laughs> stroller. Just being so overwhelmed right. and wanting the best for their baby. And right. then you're being told, like, if you don't get this top of the line, your right. baby could be endangered. And right. I it's see. like each time she goes up a level, it's yeah. like, yeah, this is really good, you know, for mobility. Right. but. It's kind of weak on safety. Oh. <laughs> and then the second one's like, you know, you don't get eye contact, so you don't form that bond. bond? Between oh my p- goodness. That is just straight up preying on right? these poor young parents. And the last one is, of course, well, that is quite good. But then then you'd be like every other. Oh, yeah. Everybody. No other, every individuality other yeah, no for the child, for the <laughs> infant. Right? Oh, my, my, my. Yes. Mm. And apparently, like, if you get the, you know, $4,000 stroller, you yeah. might have to get a new car to, to fit, fit the stroller. To oh, fit the stroller in. It so. goes on and on. That is hilarious. That's almost like very smart satire. It is. Yeah. This show is satire. Mm-hmm. And you get to see different moms mm-hmm. with sort of different philosophies right. um, debating the eternal, never-ending debates yes. that we mentioned, you That's know, stay on home moms between working, working moms, moms. Mm-hmm. breastfeeding, bottle feeding, right. Right. right? Absolutely. And we just realized it starts off from the cradle, from, from birth. From the birth, from mm-hmm. the birth care center, yeah. as it were. Um, one thing to note about some of the characters and the actors who play them, there's mm. actually the actor Jung Sung-il. Mm. He is this pro golfer who's married to Sarangi Yomma. Okay. But you might remember this actor from The Glory. Ah, he plays, more recently. He plays the husband of I one see. of the, you know, major kind of bullies. Oh, I see. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a sort of knack for playing kind of in-between characters. Mm-hmm. You don't know where you like him or you uh, dis- really dislike him. Interesting. He's, yeah, I think he has this kind of knack for playing these the gray car- areas huh that's right oh 
There's also Chang Hejin. She plays the owner or the director of the postpartum care. Yeah. I know she's like 47 or so. Yeah, around my She always, you know, plays characters in their 50s or, you know. (laughs) That is weird. That is weird. I don't think she actually looks that age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something about her that is just so authoritative Mm. that they're always putting her in like a senior kind of position. Yes. You know, be it just simply age or whatnot. Hmm. She also has a major role in the second Mm. drama that we're going to talk about. Oh, interesting. A little double whammy Mm -hmm. of Chang Hye Jin Shi. Yes. Now, one little fact, fun factoid is this drama is the debut, drama debut for Choi Soo-min, mm-hmm. who is a very famous voice actress. Oh, okay. Right? She's really known for playing, you know, the, using her sort of high nasal, nasally voice mm-hmm. for like child characters and yes. female characters. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Or like maybe like in cartoons, right. when they're playing children, it's right. really just a, a woman voice actor. So That's she's right. that voice. So one fact, one fun fact is that she's actually the um, Cha Taehyun, the actor Cha Taehyun's mom as well. So there's a special appearance by her son in the drama that you can look forward to. And it's hilarious. Oh, nice. (laughs) He kind of imitates her voice in that scene. Oh, does he really? (laughs) Oh, okay. So lots of little Easter eggs to look out for here. Oh, my goodness. There are so (laughs) many, like, special appearances. Ah, cameo-filled. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned Jung Yi-ram as that saleswoman. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Park Shion. I can't believe it. A yeah. very famous actress yes. has a special appearance role. Interesting. And then Kim Jae-wa. I love this actress. Mm-hmm. She plays Byung Young-mi, this top babysitter. This babysitter <laughs> that everyone wants and has this nickname of Crouching Dragon. <laughs> Crouching Dragon. Crouching. And there's this kind of like Michelle Yeoh kind of scene. Oh, that's you know? hilarious. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It sounds like a lot, like you said, healthy dose of humor as we talk about things that actually might even the things that you talked about certain lines and stuff do sound like snippets of conversation that we've had or we've heard with with friends or people around us or Mm -hmm. people we know so interesting stuff really bold kind of new premise here right satire comedy Mm. but i there is this sort of overarching philosophy Mm -hmm. about hey you know when you're a mom there's I think sort of ingrained in the Korean culture that women are just born to be mothers and it's sort of instinctual, Mm -hmm. but it's not the case. It's not the case. We learn from experience, from constant failures and successes. And that, you know, we are on our way to become great moms. This trial and error, and it could go any way. Right. And that (laughs) there's actually no answer. No. Right and wrong answer to any of these big questions. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's definitely so. Really good point there. We're going to go to our next song break, and we'll be back with more. Here is from the Birth Care Center OST, Soyoung performing Beautiful Destiny. We just heard Soyoung performing Beautiful Destiny. We are talking about Beautiful Destiny. That's kind of a really nice way to think Mm. about motherhood. Yeah. Um, We're talking about Tiger Mom special here (laughs) on OFD and Chill in light of it is the beginning of the Tiger Mom season, (laughs) also known as a.k.a. start of the new school year. Yes. (laughs) I'm sure all of these moms have Mm -hmm. had a lot of meetings. Apparently, a lot of these meetings go on like through the evening and it ends up at like pubs and clubs. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Wow. I can imagine like late night norebang, but wow. Pubs oh, no, they and actually clubs. go to like these hoffs, like beer really? hoffs, or and like even clubs. Who says tiger moms aren't hip? Well, yeah. they do like to have fun. I guess they like that. You know, that's their society, isn't it? But, you know, I think some of it is also to kind of like get each other drunk and mm-hmm. reveal each other's weaknesses. Oh, see that? That's, Honestly, that's where the tiger part comes. Yeah, in. scary. Fierce, it is. Fierce. I think some are very like political. Oh yes, mm. there is something very. 
politically bent about, right? especially with the system of the uh, sagyoyu, you know, with right. the supplemental education, the academies. Yeah, I mean, part of, you know, when you go to, when you work, huishik is also a big thing, too. Right. Like I think dinners. these moms have huishiks for the sort of similar reasons Mom to circles. bond, but mm. also kind of to, to catch... Network. To catch each other off guard. Okay. You know what I mean? For information. Right. Oh, my. It's all about getting information, these mother's meetings. Information Mm -hmm. seems to be their weapon. (laughs) True, yes. Interesting. It's their shield and And sword. (laughs) Very nicely put. But we've got another one, Mm -hmm. a Tiger Mom special um, recommendation for OFD and Chill. Yeah, this is a completely different style Mm -hmm. um, of drama from uh, Birth Care Center. This drama was released last year and it was called Green Mother's Club. Oh, yes. I remember seeing this on on and off airing on cable. Yeah, it's twice as long. Um, It's the usual 16 16. episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, The title of itself, Green Mother's Club, Mm -hmm. it's actually Green Mother's Club. Okay. And it's actually making fun of a lot of Koreans. I think our president also has this thing... Koreans' obsession with English translations of Korean oh, words. Oh, okay, got because it. there is actually uh, uh, an established Korean parent um, organization called Nokseok Amoni Hwe. Oh, I didn't know. You that. know, when you go to like near Korean schools, you'll yes. see these volunteers, yes, right? Yes. They're wearing certain sort of like green the vests, vests, yes, and they're like the crossing guards, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's the Nuksek Omonihue. Oh, and which is literally means Green Mothers Club. Right. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, the writer. The parent volunteers. Mm, so it was appointed kind of, yes. um, you know. Little next mm, jab. Little right. jab. Okay, right. At the uh, Green Mothers Club. Mm-hmm. So this is Green Mothers Club. Interesting. The production team are also women. It's directed by La Hana. Mm. And. It, uh, I believe the writer is Shin Iwan. Okay. So also women are behind this, the development and the production. Nice. I like that. This series. For some totally arbitrary and unfounded reason, I just felt like we were in good hands. I don't know why. Because they're writing what they know. It's true. Right? It's so good that apparently a lot of uh, women viewers experience PTSD <gasps> watching this. Like, there were the message boards and all these mom cafes yeah. were just littered with did you see Green Mother's Club? Oh, oh my gosh. It's just a that little too close. So many bad memories. <gasps> brought back bad memories. Bad memories. Wow. Because, you know, we talked about how a lot of Moms from different backgrounds, you know, have to get together in the postpartum centers, That's right? right? Same thing here in the Chodungakyo community. This is a sort of, well, Yuchiwans now, kindergartens, kindergartens are really important to moms these days. Mm-hmm. But historically, it's the elementary school mm-hmm. is your first foray into the competitive world of Korean education system. I see. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is where you get a lot of folks moms from sort of different backgrounds, yeah. you know, getting together for the first time to, as you know, get information, but also you know, compete with one another. So green has another little um, second meaning here, as right. in they're green, they're rookie, that this is the beginning. Oh, and green with MV too, right? And green of, that uh, color is yeah. a very interesting color. It's a loaded color. color. Yes. yes. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, the drama introduction asks mm-hmm. this question, hmm. you know, can adults hmm. become friends with no selfish or ulterior motives? Oh. You know, even, you know, the best, you know, popular actors or even CEOs or, you know, f- celebrities, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a place where they're all beginners mm-hmm. in these elementary school parent meetings, communities, chodung communities, right? Yes, yes. And apparently this is just as competitive as any chebar or, you know, political field. Right, yes. You you think you're talking about elementary school kids and mothers? (laughs) No, no, no. It's as cutthroat as any conglomerate war. It's true. And, you know, this, um, the cast for this show Mm. is great. Yeah. Uh, Yi Yuan, I mm. think, hmm, she plays a straight character. 
okay. um, straight man character. Okay. She's what we call a shinip mom. Mm-hmm. She's a beginner to this world. Yes. Because um, she's worked for her career. Mm. She has a PhD in art history and wanted to become a academic, but she had a little kind of a scandal. Apparently she had a little blog, you know, kind of talking about all the problems at work. And her son kind of inadvertently made it public and became big news. I see. She then started to turn her mind into her children's education. Okay. And with the help of her in-laws, got into... uh, bought an apartment mm-hmm. in the most kind of competitive Gangnam neighborhood. Ah, a very coveted neighborhood. Right. And obviously this probably applies to everywhere in the world. Coveted because of their school district, right. their proximity to the Hagwons more... and things right. like that. In Korea, you mm-hmm. know, we call it Gangnam or Techidong. Yes. That's that. It's very famous the academy for their haven. academies. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, then we have the real tiger mom, Pyeon mm. Chuni, played by the amazing Chu Jayan. Okay. I'm just blown away really? by this actress. <gasps> wow. I've seen her in a few like this different dramas now. I think she was um, very popular and spent a lot of her recent career in China. Okay. The past 10 years or so. But in the last two or three years, Mm -hmm. she's come back to Korea Mm -hmm. and um, put in some, you know, great work in some um, recent dramas that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Last year, she was in Chaganashidu. Do you remember? Oh, the little woman. Yeah, that's right. She had a really, it wasn't a major role, but a Mm -hmm. pivotal role. Mm, And she did an amazing job there. And she also does a wonderful job as Pyeonchuni. The tiger mom. <laughs> the tiger mom. The tiger mom. The most powerful mother. And this is just an outright character in the Green Mother's Club. In the Green Mother's Club. You gotta have one. Yes. But mm-hmm. she has some issues. Oh. <laughs> Secret issues. I mean, this is where you get, like, desperate housewives here. <laughs> oh. Big little lies oh, here. Oh, I see. Because her you know, her husband, yeah. a doctor, yeah. right? Yes. Everyone is so envious. Very respected, of course. But he's in secret, yes. he's a gambling addict. Oh, no. And they actually have hundreds and thousands of dollars, maybe even millions <gasps> in debt. Oh, no. That's... Those are big troubles. Right. Yeah, big and troubles. Her, and her daughter, Yubin, who is an excellent student, mm-hmm. is actually a compulsive liar. Oh, no. Right? Yes. So. Really, has... really broken home here. But then you have the exterior. Everything's got to look perfect. The pressure right. to look perfect. I think Chu Jae-yeon has sort of like the patent on these kind of characters. Mm. Uh, they're kind of characters seemingly in the gray. Yes. But their humanity always shines through. She has a way of always being able to show the motivations. Like where she's coming from. Where she's coming from. Not just some cartoony, two-dimensional villain kind of character, but why as a human she was motivated to do these things. Right. Mm. And you really feel feel empathy for for all her characters I've seen in other roles. And To be honest, she's the one character that made me bawl. Oh, really? I totally cried. Oh, my goodness. Getting episode so 15, curious. guys. You have to, like, watch episode 15. All right. You got to mm-hmm. hang in there. Okay. Everybody, you hang in there because we'll be back with more after this. From the Green Mothers Club soundtrack, it's Jongin with What If. That was Jungin. Fantastic. Right. Fantastic song mm-hmm. there. Fantastic singer, of course, with What If. What If, asking the hard questions here. Green Mother's Club. Um, what do we have to expect in terms of general tone? I mean, you were t- talking about Birth Care Center having healthy doses of some of humor mm-hmm. and some feel-good moments there as we tackle some of these interesting questions about motherhood. This drama is totally different in tone. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for some um, foreign um, reviewers Mm -hmm. and audiences, Mm -hmm. this was a little bit of a... It was not an easy drama for them to get into Ah. because I don't think they realize how Korean dramas often change 
their tone like throughout the series. Oh, it could become this and go right. there and it kind of goes all over the place yeah. instead of maintaining a tone. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I think the drama wanted to be also to have you know, to be some kind of like a social commentary piece. Sure. There is also sort of like slice of life mm -hmm. kind of episodes and right. scenes mm -hmm. where they just wanted to show, you know, what mothers and children, you know, the, their lives mm -hmm. in the, in this system. I see. But then you get a death, maybe a murder. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like five or six episodes in. And I it became just... like big little lies suddenly. Oh, yeah. I, I totally got thrown off by right? even you just saying it. Yeah. So there's this mystery now. <clears throat> now there's thriller. a little mystery. One of the main characters dies. I won't say Oh, who, like but... you said, this has been a trend. Maybe right? we should talk about this trend on a future segment. Yeah, because... Why all of a sudden we got to throw in that murder mystery? It's, I guess it's It keeps driving. you coming back. It's, it's, it's the cliffhanger feel. That's it's, true. It's not. But yeah, it's in a way, it's a little uneven. And mm, at times I you see. get huge melodrama. Oh. Like everyone's crying and running oh. around and f falling apart. Would this be like what we call the makjang yes, elements that are, we were talking about? It's very the, soap opera-esque stuff. The too. sort of wrap up yeah. the solution to yeah. the mystery thriller is uh -huh. so makjang. Oh, is it? I won't say okay. right now All right. exactly, but you know the classic makjang sure, tropes. Sure. So I was a little surprised mm. by that okay. ending. Um, but that shouldn't deter us from embarking on the journey that Green Mother's Club has us embark yeah, on. Partly because uh, the great acting. You oh, know, yes. That's true. Sometimes acting alone draws you in. A lot of folks couldn't um, kind of relate to Eon's character, mm. but I think that's partly because she is quite depressed. Oh. You know? Yeah. If I think she's very unfulfilled mm -hmm. as in her career. Mm -hmm. She has a strange relationship with her husband. Mm -hmm. A lot of folks commented on that. that she, like, why are they even together? They don't seem very loving. I see. And instead, she forms this incredibly close and intense relationship with Pyeon Chuni, the tiger mom. The tiger mom. Yeah, Chu Yeah. To the point where there, it's a, it's a really strong romance. And oh, if it were, I, I think, filmed outside of Korea, I mm -hmm. think this could have been like a different. It could have been actually it a could relationship. Have gone a certain way. Oh, right. interesting. But this is a Korean show, yes, you know, within yes. Korean borders, mm -hmm. so they kept it. You know, platonic, so this intense uh, romance going yeah, on here. But I think if this were were filmed anywhere else, they would they have, been have just full on become lovers. Yeah, interesting. To that, that's how intense that relationship. Very much how so. deep it gets. Their relationship is really the kind of crucible for this drama. I think. Ah, I right? see. Okay. Um, I mentioned again Chang Hejin's yes. character. Mm -hmm. um, Chang Hejin plays Kim Youngmi. We call them. Scandi moms. Scandi. Can you guess what that is? Scandi. Scandinavian moms, which is referring to sort of the Northern European way of education. Sort of this, you know, um, in Korea uh, they consider sort of the Northern European, mm -hmm. uh, especially Denmark. Yeah. You know, Finland, Sweden, whatever. Yes. Mm -hmm. Their way of education to be very ideal. Ideal. That, you know. Uh, in those countries, mm -hmm. the education system um, is focused on children's growth, like not just academic mm -hmm. potential, but interpersonal growth. So the well-roundedness right. of uh, which which Scandinavian education is kind of renowned for, mm -hmm. kind of the ideal. But isn't that sort of at odds with kind of the Korean education system? Yeah, that's right. So so she's the Scandimon, so she's sort of like the... The outsider. Let's think about, oh, she is the outsider. And the very critical voice, always going like, do we really have to do this? Right, you know? right, right. She fights for education and environmental reform, right? I see. I see. So she's at odds with some of the other moms, of course, mm -hmm. in the group, right? I see that. She's considered too idealistic, Aww. right? 
But she also has some big little lies problems oh, as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. Has, she remarried with this film director who mm-hmm. had a really promising debut, but in the last, I don't know how, five, six, seven, ten years, hasn't produced anything. Ooh. Right? Mm-hmm. And he's a bit of a question mark. Mm-hmm. Played, question marks. I have to mention, um, he's played by the actor Im Soo-hyung, okay. and this guy has a knack for playing creepy characters. Oh, <laughs> Oh my! Right, <laughs> it's not the best neck that you can mm-hmm. have, but to have a neck in and of itself is quite is saying a lot. Yeah, great acting, I imagine, though. I also want to mention um, some of the f- husbands here. Yeah, um, Che Jerim. Okay, apparently he's like a top star in the musical world. Oh, plays Eon's husband, mm-hmm. and apparently he's the only like normal person, normal character <laughs> in this series. Everyone goes bonkers in okay. one way or another. I, I told you this is Makjang, yes, right? Yes, a little yes. Makjang there. Makjang. I also really loved Yoon Kyungho. Mm. He always plays really smarmy characters, oh, right? The smarmy character, but here he just plays. Such a lovable. Oh, kind I of, love that. Right when they're not typecast. Right, yeah. he plays someone who's quite timid and passive. Oh, okay, okay. But honestly, he made me really like. Oh, he was part of this beautiful scene at mm. the end, and I just kind of oh, my heart kind of went oh, for him. Right. So it's just the characterizations. They do such a good job. Both Alicia and Tapri Warren are so peaked. Their interest is peaked. We're almost out of time, but Cindy, you wanted to mention and uh-huh. put out one more thing out there uh, that you kind of observed about both of these dramas. Yeah, I mean, I when I watched these two dramas, I noticed that they were penned by women and that they had they were raising issues about motherhood, motherhood. And, and parenthood right. here in Korea, and they were mm-hmm. quite critical and they had a certain philosophy. Yeah. But, you know, one thing these dramas never question is that mothers are the natural parent, mm-hmm. the sort of sole it seems like caregiver. In, they're the sole parent. Like yeah. the, the the dads in these um, dramas are on the sidelines, but also that's reflecting the reality that dads are really on the sidelines. Yeah, I mean, the fathers in the dramas are mm-hmm. either abs- totally absent mm-hmm. or very secondary ones. Yeah. Cameo-like. And that's the question that none of these mothers raise. Oh, I mean, it's just taken for granted that all of the responsibility for their children, for their education, for their well-being mm-hmm. rests with them. Yeah, that is something to think about. Something mm-hmm. to definitely think about in terms of is this right or where to go? Maybe the next Tiger Mom drama will address it. I hope so. I hope so. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Really, really interesting stuff today. Yeah. And congratulations on your new semester, your new year, school Fingers year. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. All right. We're all out of time. So we're going to say goodbye and we're going to tone it down. It's Omae Pyeonjir, Mother by Tear Cloud, taking us out. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. She